it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as your Demi Omni Queen, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome back again today, my Magic Pants Collective. Now, um, just real quick, I wanted to note that yesterday I did not post a podcast because here in the good old US of A, um, we have this holiday called Memorial Day, and my dad happened to get the day off, so we got to go to Bush Gardens here in Virginia and do all sorts of fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, we spent the day together and all that stuff, so, um, nothing went wrong, we just, you know, it's just one of those U.S. holidays. So, anyways, with that out of the way, um, today we're gonna be talking about a trope talk, more specifically a writing one, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I said more specifically a writing one, I've never done an art trope talk. Um, although I suppose I could do that, I just don't know much about art tropes. Um, but today I figured we'd talk about hateful relationships. Now, when it comes to writing, I feel that there are four core relationships that your characters can have. Um, and of course you can do a bunch of other different ones, depending on how complex your story is, but I feel like these are the main ones. Familial, familial relationships, which like in real life, you know, they're relationships between family, whether, you know, siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles, um, parents, things like that. And don't just take this in a literal sense, um, even if people are not blood related or, you know, even if, you know, a parent didn't necessarily adopt a child, doesn't mean they can't have a familial relationship. Think about Tony Stark and Peter Parker. Tony Stark never formally adopted Peter Parker, but you could tell they had that father-son dynamic. The next one is romantic relationships. This is the one that's often seen the most, and familial relationships, um, unless it's a family-centered story, are usually pushed to the background, and the family's more of lesser side characters that pop up every once in a while. Whereas in romantic relationships, oftentimes the, um, the uh, in love interest or interests, if you're having a triangle or cube or whatever, um, they will often be a part of the story, very much so, like deuteragonists or very important side characters. Um, so, yeah. Um, although occasionally a romantic interest will be put more into the background in case uh, of the story favoring the next group of relationships, which is platonic relationships. Now, occasionally, like I said, um, romantic relationships will pu be pushed to the side in case these ones are more important for the story. Think of, um, like, My Little Pony or something of that nature where we focus more on the platonic characters, you know, they don't really go on dates or anything as far as I know, but we mainly focus on just the friendships of them. 
Although, I, I don't doubt that uh, a lot of the My Little Pony characters could have been lesbians, just saying. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, platonic relationships are basically just friends or best friends, you know. Those that you don't think of as necessarily family, although that narrative has been pushed a lot in recent years with friend with a with really big uh, with re really strong platonic relationships, being um, being basically um, familial relationships, just not blood related. But um, oftentimes, platonic relationships can exist outside of this f field of being familial. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, think of friends, acquaintances, best friends, you know, people that you just generally know. Um, but yeah, and like I said, the last one is hateful relationships, which I'll be detailing more in just a minute. Hateful relationships are like your hero versus villain dynamics, where they genuinely do hate each other. Now, of course, I see this less and less nowadays because, um... The narratives being pushed even more and more to try and understand each other and to paint heroes even more hero-y. The hero tries to understand the villain or even recruit them to the good side. But, you know, um, I, I, I honestly prefer it where the hero is like an actual human being and finds the you know, finds the villain absolutely horrendous, you know, doesn't necessarily want to kill him, but, you know, just wants to put him in jail forever or something, you know, where they, too, think that the villain might be too far from redeeming or, you know, something of that nature. But, yeah, so today we're specifically going to be talking about hateful relationships where it's between two people on the same side. Now, I know I just detailed out more of hero versus villain hateful relationships, but I find um, those who are uh, supposed to be allies, that's supposed to be fighting on the same side, being incredibly against each other, more interesting. Now, you don't necessarily have to have one character be a regular old hero and the other one be an anti-hero for this to work either. I feel like this can work good for, like, you know, for example, like, um, maybe, this, maybe the hero has, like, um, a scientist character or something that, you know, studies their blood or, you know, helps with identifying um, other, helps with identifying villains through, like, DNA or something like that. Um, you know, you can have them loathe each other, you know, um, the scientist isn't necessarily the anti-hero, and neither is the main protagonist, but that doesn't mean that they mix well together, you know, uh, one of the major story arcs could be them fixing their relationship, or fixing their viewpoint of each other. Maybe the protagonist hates the scientist because they... You know, they think the scientist methods are, you know, too revealing or, you know, too intrusive. Or maybe they don't like scientists because, you know, they got their powers through some sort of horrible experiment. And now they just, they just hate scientists. It's just nothing against this one in particular. It's just they have to work closely together and, you know, the protagonist doesn't like it. Or, uh, or maybe the scientist hates the protagonist because, you know, the protagonist is just, um, you know, um, let me think. Um, maybe the scientist hates the protagonist because the protagonist is stubborn. 
or maybe they're um, overzealous or too caught up in themselves to really do an actual hero's work. You know, maybe the, maybe the dynamic's like this. The hero hates the scientists because they were a scientific creation and they just hate scientists. And maybe this girl and this scientist girl in particular because she works specifically in DNA and things like that and seems to hate, hate them right back. And the scientist hates them because they're so self-righteous and so stubborn and think they're so amazing and so above everybody else. And, you know, criticize them about them, about their career choice and how they do things constantly that it just irritates them. Um, hate, hate doesn't have to be one-sided. Oftentimes, hate is uh, put to be one-sided so that somebody comes out being righteous or being in the right, uh, just in general. But really, what I find more interesting is if this dynamic is mutual, if it's mutual feelings towards each other, you know? One person just hating on the hating on the other and making the person being hated on the right one because, well, I'm not spreading any hate, I'm not being mean, is just, it's not as interesting to me because you know, only one person in this situation gets to learn how to be a better person. And oftentimes you want or even need that to be the protagonist. Otherwise, it's not as interesting. For example, um, in Smallville, um, often what the plotline of each episode is, um, is that young Superman, because Smallville is a, it was a show that, um, I don't remember exactly when, I want to say it was the 90s, maybe? I don't know. Um, maybe late 90s. Um, it was a show about young Superman and how he grew up on a farm out in Nowheresville and, you know, learned to grow with Lex Luthor and all sorts of things like that. Well, oftentimes the plot of the episodes is young Superman is all like, Something's wrong with fill in the blank, whether it be a new person in town that seems suspicious, or somebody is sick just out of the blue, or, you know, maybe, you know, maybe something went missing that was expensive or important to somebody and he thinks that's weird and nobody listens to him throughout the, throughout the most of the episode. Until they realize, oh, look at that, Superman is right again. And it turns out that he was right the entire time and that whatever happened to blah 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 was important to yada yada. And it happens for like the majority of episodes. And the thing is, is that um, while this is veering off a bit about hateful relationships, because this happens to this happens to both his friends who are all like, oh, everything's fine, to his parents, all like everything is fine, to you know even his enemies, oh, everything is fine. So it not just applies to his relationships when it comes to the people who hate him, you know, it make more sense if it was someone who hated him. They'd be like, please, I'm gonna listen to you. Everything is fine. But it also applies to all of his other relationships as well in the show. But anyways, I'm getting a bit off topic here. My point is, is that this is the point of most of it. And um, not only does this happen over and over again to where 
you know, nobody is learning any sorts of lessons or growing their relationships with anybody else. And, and it just makes it frustrating. It just frustrates me. Because, you know, nobody's moving forward with their relationships with everybody else. I get it, you know, maybe if they made, maybe if these characters made the same mistake once or twice and they promise and they are for sure that this time, yeah, I'm gonna listen to the alien dude. But this is something that happens for like so many episodes. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure a lot of those episodes are in a row as well because you know, um, there are little bits of important plot points sprinkled in throughout each episode, but sometimes it's not enough to really carry it and make it the most interesting thing in the world. But, yeah, aside from that, um, Smallville actually isn't the worst show, um, although if you want to see a crafter piece, which is a term I invented just now, which basically means something so crappy, it is an infamous masterpiece, you know? It's like, wow, that sucked, you know? <laughs> That's what it is. But if you want to see an, if you want to see a crafter piece, then watch CW's The Flash. You will never, ever get that time back. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, that's going to be it for today's episode. Um, if you like me, if you want to support me in all of my future endeavors, then go ahead and check out my um, my um, YouTube channel, Horns and Halos, linked in the description down below. Down there, um, over there, I do story time, speed paints, video gaming, comedy skits, and all sorts of fun stuff that I do every day that just wouldn't fit on a professional podcast like this. Either because you can't see what I'm doing, which is kind of important to it, or because, you know, we're very professional here, um, obviously. <laughs> and uh, please do subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell over there because I post at least once every weekend. I usually do pretty long ones, like 30 minutes to an hour. Um, for the majority of them at this point, so please do go check that out. And yeah, and please keep listening here as well, because I do, um, I do typically Monday through Friday. This week was just an exception, because U.S. holidays, am I right? Um, but yeah, so, yeah, hope you all enjoy, um, this June. Hope you all are staying rainbow-tastic, and remember, it's okay to be gay. I will be seeing you all in the next one.